Welcome. My name is Douglas Lodmel, your asset protection attorney, and we are at key concept of protecting real estate number five. So number one through four are all very important. And honestly, if you haven't heard them yet, I'd really recommend that you do go back and get them. Key concept number one was equity and cash flow matters, not fair market value. Number two was inside liability versus outside liability. Three was separate the risk from the asset. And four was create layers of protection. And key concept number five is one of those layers. The key concept is add the bridge trust. So uh, many of you know what the bridge trust is. We've been talking about it for years, but it is a very unique type of asset protection trust. So asset protection trusts come in a few flavors. The fully offshore asset protection trust settled in a place like the Cook Islands or Nevis or Belize, or any one of the two dozen different offshore jurisdictions. These offshore trusts are very powerful. They are very strong because the offshore jurisdictions can disregard any court orders or judicial proceedings from a U.S. court or U.S. judge. However, they come with increased costs. They're more expensive to set up, increased compliance. They have more IRS compliance each year in the form of Form 3525 and 3520A, um, and a, a less control on your part because you have an offshore trustee in full control of the trust. The other flavor is the domestic asset protection trust. The domestic asset protection trust solves some of those problems. It can stay domestic, so it is less expensive. Um, you, you don't have the same foreign compliance requirements of the 3520 because it's not a foreign trust. However, the flaw of the domestic asset protection trust is really its effectiveness. Um, these have been around since 1998, and they have proven to be much less effective than the foreign counterparts. So it, it, we continue to have failures of these trusts, whether they're Alaska or Nevada or Utah. Um, and in my opinion, it's just not worth setting up a trust that has the flaw that it could simply... Um, be disregarded by a U.S. court, um, whereas the foreign trust cannot. Well, it can, but it doesn't really matter because the foreign court is not going to disregard it. So my question many years ago was, well, how do we get the protection of both? What if I want offshore, but I want to keep it as simple as a domestic trust? And that's where I came up with the concept of the bridge trust. The Bridge Trust is a foreign asset protection trust. It's registered offshore. It has an offshore trustee in the Cook Islands in a standby role. However, for the purposes of the IRS, it is considered a domestic trust, which means it is not a foreign trust, does not have to file the, the Form 3520 or 3520A. And probably most attractive to my clients is that they can continue to be the trustee of the trust and retain direct control of the trust assets prior to needing to trigger the trust. If there's ever an issue and we have a real threat to the assets, then the protector would declare an event of duress. This would cause the offshore trustee to become a full trustee and at that point take actions to protect the assets of the trust. These could include removing the U.S. trustee as a trustee, meaning the client, um, and removing the assets, which is means getting the assets out of the country, opening up a bank account in Switzerland, moving the accounts, um, and stripping the equity from the property. Everything that it would take to get fully exited uh, from the risk 
of the United States or the or whatever threat is going on here. So how does the bridge trust connect to the concepts of protecting real estate? Well, the bridge trust would be connected to the holding company. So remember the underlying LLCs which hold your real estate are going to be owned in turn by a holding company. That holding company in our example is an asset management limited partnership. And I would base that out of Arizona for a couple of reasons. One, Arizona has very good laws and have really respected that the charging order is the exclusive remedy against a partnership. Number two, they have a unique statute which allows for a limited partner to make a unilateral withdrawal from the partnership upon the occurrence of a predefined event. Well, we are going to make the bridge trust the majority limited partner. So the bridge trust is going to own most of the holding company. You, either directly or through an LLC, are going to be the general partner. That's the controlling partner. So you still have all of the control of the assets, can buy and sell the property. You're also, of course, still the trustee of the bridge trust. So you have all the control positions. However, if we have a threat, the bridge trust can trigger, that offshore trustee can become a full trustee, and at that point, the bridge trust can make a demand to withdraw from the Arizona Limited Partnership, and that's when we can move the money offshore. Now, how do we move money from real estate? Well, there's a couple of options. Um, first of all, we don't necessarily have to. Sometimes just having it in the LLC and the holding company and the bridge trust is enough. In fact, most of the time it is enough. And this has been literally hundreds of cases of experience over the past 22 years. Um, we've had to actually go to the next steps of removing the equity only a few times and only under the most dire of circumstances. However, if we do need to, then you can either strip the equity from the real estate using traditional conventional loans or using uh, untraditional non-conventional loans, hard money loans, offshore lenders, um, anything that would allow us to get the money out of the real estate. So if we go back to key concept number one, it's equity and cash flow that matter, not fair market value. So if you have a $6 million real estate portfolio and we strip the equity down to where you only have $500,000 worth of equity, well, that is no longer very attractive to a creditor. And that equity, whatever is there, can be held directly in the bridge trust offshore in the safest possible place. So that's how we deal with it. We, we could also, of course, sell the property. And in some cases, that makes sense. You know, you're, you're in a position where you're not committed to keeping the property um, and keeping the value of the property is far more important to you. We can sell the property. The cash can be transferred to the holding company, which in turn is owned by the bridge trust, which can demand it be sent offshore into the foreign bank account where we have real protection. So that's why the bridge trust is so important. It gives us this option, this ability to really remove the equity from the issue. Now, I said that we usually don't have to do that. And I want to explain why. We don't because when a creditor looks at a structure that is layered like this with three layers of protection, meaning an underlying base layer LLC, a mid-layer asset management limited partnership holding company in a state like Arizona, which has great protections, and then owned by an irrevocable, self-settled, spendthrift asset protection trust, which is what the bridge trust is, 
that's usually enough. They usually look at that and say, wow, okay, you know what? Let's make a deal. Let's, let's, let's not try to go down this road because they know what we can do. And so that's why it's usually enough. Um, it's very important though that we have all the pieces in place so that we're not trying to scramble at the last second to put something together in the face of a lawsuit. Um, as you know, if we ever do that, we have real problems because we can have a fraudulent transfer issue, meaning that if we try to set all this up after a liability occurs, that liability uh, that transfer could be seen as a, a transfer with an intent to delay, hinder, or defraud a creditor, and it can be reversed. And that, that's a problem when it comes to asset protection. So um, in the next concept, we're actually going to go step by step. So it's going to be really the, the concept that pulls it all together. I hope this one has been helpful. And remember, it's your money. Act like it. See you next time.